Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida, Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about the 2022 predictions. And by the way, Happy New Year. So we want to get into talking about interest rates and what a gift we've had for the last several years with rates being so darn low. Well, I think with everything going on, inflation kicking in and uh, far exceeding the 2% level that they wanted, I think they're going to have to put the brakes on a little bit. And it's kind of a tough situation because they're going to try to increase rates on an economy that's kind of rocking at best. It's not on full, you know, it's not on full cylinders. So it's kind of a tough one. You're kind of forced into a situation to where you're printing and printing and printing, but now you've got to go ahead and maybe increase rates and then you're going to stop uh, buying and tapering off from all the stuff that you're buying. You're buying like $120 billion. They just cut 30 billion down to 90. And they're going to taper that down as they get closer to March and then they're going to increase the rates. Now, I think it's suicide. I, I don't think you got the economy prepared already given the supply chain uh, lack of people working and all the other variables going on, I think it's a tough one. So I think they're pretty much in a rock and a hard shell. But in the time frame that you're looking at doing something, it might be best to do it now while you have the rates that are being low. So if you're wanting to refinance and consolidate and pay off some bills, it might be that opportunity to get it done and, and get going in that direction. Uh, you know, buying a house, the same thing. As we know, there's no inventory. But I think in 2022, some inventory will open up. I think people sell their homes. For those that are in a different situation, they have an opportunity to sell their homes and take out a lot of cash and maybe rebalance and start over in whatever they may have going on. So I think you'll see some houses go on the market. I do think that'll happen in January. I think there'll be some more activity going on in terms of housing where it won't be like nine or 10 per buyer. So I think that we'll see some a little bit of change. Uh, I think the rates will go up. But also I want to talk about a growing segment that people really don't know about. And those are called non-QM loans. They're called non-qualified mortgages. They're not the Fannie Freddie uh, conventional loans that we're used to. And it's actually growing pretty big time. And so basically, what does it mean? Well, for like a primary residence, let's say that you, you, know, you don't really have the tax returns. You write off all your stuff. You know, you have the 1099s or W-2s, and then you have all this write-off from your business or the losses you're showing. Well, a business bank statement, they'll take the last 12 months and use the deposits. And usually they'll use like 50%. So if you got like, you know, 20000 a month coming in each month for the last 12 months, well, you know, you got like $20,000 a month. They'll take 50% and give you 10000 a month credit. So if you can qualify with 10000 a month in, in income by using the bank statements, that alleviates not having to have a tax returns, 1099s or W-2s. And you know, what, what, what happens with that? Well, usually it's a little bit more money down and the rate's a little bit higher. So, you know, if you're in the low threes on a normal loan, you, you might be in the high threes or low fours on a bank statement loan. And it all depended upon the loan to value, the credit scores, the type of residence and all that kind of stuff. But still a great opportunity to get a home in which maybe you've been you know, hampered. And a lot of people are going to be going self-employed. I, I think with the corporations and things happening and, 
and, and more layoffs happening and, and they're retooling their businesses, a lot more people are going to be on their own or a lot of people are just going to want to become self-employed. And maybe that income is just not showing through a via tax return, but it is through a bank statement. So you'll see that segment really grow as the time goes on in 2022 onward. And uh, the, what I talk about from the non-QM lenders, I just hear they're having exponential growth. And then on investment properties, that's another thing. On investment property, that's kind of like your no-doc loan because they're not under the Dodd-Frank bill under a primary residence or a secondary home. An investment property, people are buying homes that don't have to put a job, don't have to put work or anything like that. They just have to make sure that when the appraiser does the appraisal, that the rental schedule, you know, let's say uh, you're buying a house for X amount of dollars and, and the rent that the appraiser comes up with is like 3000 a month and your mortgage payment is 2000 Well, that's a no-brainer. They want to do that well. As long as it's over, you know, the value or the mortgage payment uh, by a dollar or even at, uh, at the mortgage payment, they're fine with it. So that's just another way. Now, you know, you're going to pay a higher rate for an investment, more money down. But you do that anyways on a conventional loan. But again, those are options that they have on investment property. The doors are kind of open because it's not affecting a person in their primary residence getting kicked out and getting some kind of bad loan. Uh, and the loans that you're getting on these non-QMs on investments are 30-year fixed rate loans. It's not like you got like, a, like back in the day when you had subprime. You'd have like a 30-year deal fixed for two. After two, it adjusts and the rates would be absolutely insane and stuff like that. So those are the things on the rentals or investment property that they have more flexibility, not as stringent, but they don't have that no-doc loan on a primary owner-occupied home because of the Dodd-Frank bill, and that isn't going to be coming anytime soon, if at all. So I just thought I'd share that information with you that you understood a little bit more about the non-QM. It is a growing piece, and you're going to find out more and more people are going to be going love it really going towards that one because of their circumstances. And that's okay. I, again, I, you know, rates go up, but rates go back down again. It's all into a, a, a time frame that, uh, you know, if you're doing something, you want to do it now versus later. And do I think the rates will go up? Yeah. But do I think down the road somewhere it'll go back down? Absolutely. They can't afford to have the rates go up. It's just not going to support the system. And you'll see the market just take a total bath if it does. So Dinier, buying Florida, thanks for tuning in. Go to my website at www.ddamortgage.com. Look at the videos, subscribe to the videos, and then uh, learn and grow. There's also commercial on there, all kinds of things. So just come to my website, take a look, subscribe, and, and join our family. I'm wishing you a great day and a happy new year. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.